Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, yo, are you ready for war? Then bring it on. Not craftmatic like a stripper. When it's out, you throw your cash at it. Hope I don't rat at it from the hash and grass at it. I spit in mad rapid like I took a bad package. You pay tolls of the drummer. I easy pass static. But when it's time, I back. Welcome to the WWE Rundown. That's Austin 316 Day. <laughs> or if you're listening to this uh, on Wednesday, top of the morning to you, cuntbags. It's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I am your host, Troy. Joining me this week, Sales here. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, like I want to tell. I like that your Austin is just you yelling more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hell yeah, 316 day. Gonna <laughs> pop some Steve Weisers. How are you doing tonight? Uh, hey, you know, we're doing good. Uh, jo- <laughs> joining us as well. If I can get my thing down to full screen. Well, there we go. Uh, John is here. Okay. Uh, and that's it. Uh, Jason and Ginger are both taking the night off. They are both uh, very sore from uh, a night of passionate loving with each other. So um, good to know that uh, you know that, that, that they kept safe though. Uh, they wore their masks the entire time. Uh, of course, they were gift masks, but hey, you know what are you gonna do? It works. So we got a big, big show. Not not the former big show. Hey! <laughs> not. Not that one. Uh, because we've got not only uh, Raw and SmackDown, Good, the Bad, and What the Fuck, but we also have Fastlane Predictions. Uh, Fastlane is uh, a live-streaming abortion that'll happen this Sunday. <laughs> uh, but more on that in a little bit. But first, we got some news, which is weird that I have to do this, because Jason normally does it. Uh, but from the chat, uh, Big Stick five two nine one says, "I have red pubes stuck in my teeth." Oh. So uh, that's why you can't report on the news right now. You know, Manscapes, not a sponsor, is something that you know you can use your stupidness money on. <laughs> I think it's like a hundred and fifteen bucks or something like that for their little buzz razor. I don't know. Like I said, I don't. I don't use it. Speaking of somebody with a giant bush, uh, Jim the Cuck Cornet had a uh, hot take on uh, on three of AEW's shining young stars, uh, which of course is great that we have our AEW representative with us. Uh, Cuck said of Miro, 
He's being allowed to be himself, and he is obviously a complete fucking goof. He has no idea how to get over, no idea what got him over a little while before in the other company. He does the stupid shit and obviously is enjoying himself doing it. He was paired with a kid that looks like he's in middle school and his slutty girlfriend. To have a feud with a guy that sticks his hands in his pockets and another guy that looks like he cuts his hair with a pencil sharpener, job guy, underneath talent all around, or all the way, and he has embraced this. So first off, he's not wrong about a lot of that. <laughs> Sorry to say. I don't, like, yeah, it, it, calling her slutty or like that, like, if you look at it from the kayfabe-wise, like, that kind of is her character, isn't it? A bit? Isn't she kind of a slutty character? Um, no, I mean, that would imply that, like, she's sunny from, like, 1995. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't have an issue with, with a lot of stuff that Jim Cornette said, um, but everybody, you know, it's 2021. So people mm. specifically focused on that one thing about him calling Penelope slutty, which what? they twisted to, oh, he thinks Penelope's a slut. Oh, he calls her a slut all the time. <laughs> see, and I don't I, know how we got there. <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing, like, if you are looking at just this statement, and you are actually looking at it, what he's talking about. He's talking about her kayfabe-wise, like her character-wise. Now, if you look at everything else that he has ever said in his life, he's a racist and a misogynist. So I understand thinking that he is talking about the actual person. Uh, shit, I forgot her fucking name now. Veronica, whatever her fucking name is. Uh, but, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I mean... Miro is a fucking goof. That's what he is. And, like, uh, yeah, the whole thing of, like, he doesn't understand how to get over it. Well, that's kind of been clear, right? Because what, he, what he's doing right now, he's not over. No. No, he's not. And Jimmy Cornette mentioned, oh, at one point when he was kind of over in the other company. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think if he meant when he was going into WrestleMania 31 and he was undefeated and he was the U.S. champ. Or when he was, I think the Rusev I think Rusev Day is what what people think more. Go ahead, John. The the thing with Rusev Day is like, no Aiden English, he's not over. No. Like, yeah, versus, that's true. Like, like when he was like the monster guy, uh, which I've seen bits and pieces of. Like, there's something to be said about like you know that getting people over, but like mm. Rusev Day only works because Aiden English is there. Yeah. Yeah, because if he's going out there and and fucking yelling that, it's probably not as entertaining as fucking Aiden English using his voice to do it. Um, so there there are responses from the three parties involved in this. First, we've got Miro saying, "Jim Cornette, if you call Penelope a slut again, I'll come like God's wrath on you." So he's gonna ejaculate on him. Sounds <laughs> like uh, you understand. I'll personally drive to your basement. People like Jim Cornette bring on, not only pro wrestling down, but young women and men get abused and name called for 40 views on YouTube. Answer me, you Mark Jim Cornette. Again, he's not... I, yeah, he. if he didn't say slutty girlfriend and said, like, said, fucking, or, or, like... Just said girlfriend. Just said girlfriend... People are people are making that big of a deal about this, but it's like, yeah, people are latching on to the whole like, oh, slutty girlfriend thing. It's like again, to me, like 
Lana in WWE for a while there was portrayed as a slut, right? Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. She was, she that was. I agree with. Yeah, <laughs> she was bouncing around to different dudes and and women and stuff like that. Like she, that was she was persuaded. Pers- now, like I don't like to slut shame, and I don't like to call women sluts because women can go and fucking have as much dick as they want, you know. But if you were to categorize the characters that sometimes are played on TV, yeah, some sometimes the shoe fits. Right. Um, um, go ahead. Well, that that's the thing is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lana is portrayed um, a lot fucking worse. But anyway. She's better now. She's better now. She's better. But, no, the point I was going to make is that I think if you're Miro, you're, you're – I don't know. Have you ever, like, had any um, face-to-face with Jim Cornette? Do you know him? Do you know him from the Indies or WWE or fucking OVW? Because God knows how many people went through there. Like – I don't know if if Miro personally knows Jim Cornette. I'm wondering if he does, though, because a lot of people in the business do. You know, um, I don't know that in a professional setting he has interacted with Jim Cornette because I don't think that they have ever worked for the same company at the same time. But I would. I don't think there was like a yeah overlap, right? Yeah, but I but I would assume being as the the person that he is through wrestling circles and stuff like that, and through friends and stuff like that, he has probably met him. Yeah, I, I'm gonna assume that a lot of people hate him, like oh. in the business. <laughs> Speaking of Kip Sabian, well, legit, legit Jim Cornette is a talk, or is a total all talk wet lettuce. His funeral is going to be a joyous occasion. You don't have to worry about it. He's definitely going to die at some point soon. Then we can all like dance. We can have a celebration. That will probably be one of the first times on the internet that I will post something like a celebratory post. You know. And I mean, I'm not even joking. I'm deadly serious. I cannot wait for that man to die. <laughs> okay. How is that okay? Like, some people are like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> as far as as far as I can tell, like, yes, Jim Cornette is kind of a shitty dude. But yeah, I know he's racist. That's a fact. He's yeah. There, so. But, like, the and the whole thing with, like, the, the Me Too stuff with him was just, like, oh, he, like, tried to get people to fuck his wife. Which like Tried? Tried? well I heard did he the yeah but that but uh, it's, it's like is is he somebody that I mean is he someone that should be respected no but is he someone that like deserves to die no probably not like no, no. I mean for what for, for being a loudmouth and, and being yeah. in business for like forty years no you don't deserve to die for yeah that. yeah I I don't know I mean that to me I was reading that and I was like that's fucking funny dude. But also, the other other part of me is like, man, maybe not, maybe don't go that far, dude, because guess what, if he fucking suddenly turns up with, like, a knife in his face, like, the cops are coming to you first, Kip. <laughs> uh, and then... Before you read Penelope's... Okay. Um... I just want to say that when you when I first heard about this story, I was like, oh my god, what did Jim Cornette say this time? And when I heard it, I was like, oh... That's not that bad. I thought he went like, you know, complete right winged and said something awful. Yeah, uh, honestly, not the most offensive thing he's ever said. But right. you know, but he also went after three of the most outspoken people in wrestling. So maybe you know. Uh, so Penelope Ford, uh, because because somebody tried to defend Cornette the same way. I guess we're kind of defending him, saying that like he didn't personally call her a slut. 
in this. She responds with, I mean, he has multiple times, but he lets people fuck his wife while he watches. So what does he think of her? But she's probably the only person besides himself he feels bad for because his little dick can't please her after five blue chews and needs another man to do it for him. That was kind of funny. I mean, like... But if we're saying that slut-shaming is is a problem, then can you say the same thing about kink-shaming? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, no. I, I hear you on that, but when she's talking about the, the you know his tiny pecker and his oh, fucking sure, blue sure, juice, but... that that shit was kind of funny. I mean, well, I mean the whole thing was funny because it was like Kip Kip wished the guy to die, and Penelope's like, "I'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it's uh, yeah. I mean, if the guy's a cuck, he's a cuck. Like, yeah, it, uh, don't don't yuck somebody's yum. Um. But yeah, the the whole like, oh, he's got a tiny dick or whatever that. Like, yeah, I mean, but again, he's the same person that has commented on women's weight before. So, you know, I mean, you, you know, I mean, if you if you act like that, you open yourself up to retaliation, and that's what he did. So, right. and on that subject, we'll be talking about Nia Jax later. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, so, anything else to say about the uh, the cornet fun? Jim Cornette did it again. He he said something on his show that got everybody to click and and talk about him. That's the thing. Like Look, he's that's it all the time. He's he's like Freddy Krueger, dude. Like if you if you don't believe in him, like you just disappear. You know. But it's the fact that like this is exactly what he's he's sitting there and he's refreshing, and he's waiting for somebody like fucking Miro to to post something so he can jerk off to him. You know. Yep. While he's watching tapes of his wife get fucked by another man. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Randy Orton. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, so, uh, our next bit of news, uh, something uh, a little bit more positive. We, uh, Hey, John, did you ever watch Walking Tall? No. Okay. Uh, are you aware of what Walking Tall is? Also, no. Okay. Uh, other than that, I know that Charlotte's going to be in a new version of it. Yeah, so the, uh, the original Walking Tall... Um, Hold on, let me let me get this this here so I can get the the everything straight because um okay so the original was a 1973 film um and it's uh it was actually like based on a real dude but essentially it's um where is it uh it's like a like a local sheriff tries to like take back his town kind of thing. And there's like a bunch of corruption and drug use and stuff like that. Um, it's more cliched than you think. <laughs> it, it's very cliched. Um, so uh, then uh, there was fucking uh, Walking Tall Part 2, Walking Tall, a final chapter. It was in 75 and 77. A Real American Hero, which is a major <clears throat> TV version of it. A 1981 version of it. A 1973 version of it. Walking Tall, The Payback. Uh, walk and tall, lone justice, walk and tall, the payback. Anyways, so there, uh, <laughs> I didn't know, even know about all those. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, so in, uh, 2004, uh, a remake of the original 1973 movie starring the rock and Johnny Knoxville, uh, came out. Now, of course, uh, the rock, not a, a uh, not a white guy <laughs> played a white guy. Uh, 
but it, it, like they changed enough of it where it's like, okay, I guess he's black now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, it was it was one of the rocks, obviously earlier movies, but it was pretty decent. You know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. But the big thing is that uh, the whole story is like he grabs a two by four and he uses that to like kick everyone's ass at the end of the movie. Uh, then there was so he's Jim Duggan, pretty much. No, he's like a cool cop though. Like, don't don't think just because he used the two by four. Yes, Jim Duggan. That would be a bad uh, logic train. No, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't give a thumbs up and go. Oh. <clears throat> no, um, he's a badass in that movie. I, I'll, yeah. look, I, I'll admit it. I was a mark. I watched that when it came out in two thousand four. <laughs> uh, there was a uh, sequel to The Rock's Walking Tall version in two thousand seven. That called I did not watch. Walking Tall: <laughs> the, the Payback, starring Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> you may be questioning <laughs> as to Kevin Sorbo is a dick. He's also not the same color as. <laughs> <laughs> for rock uh, so the uh, the daughter of Buford Pusser who is the the, the guy it's, this is based on um, did not like the Kevin Sorbo version because of the fact that uh, it was as in her terms very vulgar uh, because the the rock version is like it's a PG action flick essentially like there's a uh, yeah, there, he doesn't swear really much or anything of like that. Yeah, but like the Kevin Sorbo one was like, oh, he's a badass, you know. Um, so uh, this is all to go back to say that they are doing another Walking Tall remake. Uh, this time a gender-swapped version of it. And Charlotte Flair will be the star of it. Now, at this point, like, you can't even call Walking Tall, right? Like, it's not, like, it, this was based on an actual dude and now you're just you just like turned it into a franchise, and it's like, well, but she's not the dude, and like the other two movies weren't even the dude either. It was just the name kind of thing. But dude, uh, yes, if they if they stuck her with Mandy Rose, and they wanted to call it Hawaii Five O, you mm. know they would. I know. You know they would do that. Well, you know, uh, at least the Hawaii Five O TV series was like, we're gonna get every Asian that we can find to play. To be in this thing, so at least they did that. Anyways, Flair uh, will play play a Tucson cop who finds herself caught in a web of fraud, exploitation, and murder, and is forced to go forced to go full vigilante to protect her hometown from falling victim to modern corruption. All doing this while having big fake titties. <laughs> am, am, am I to assume that they don't watch wrestling because Charlotte can't act? She cannot. <laughs> Okay. Here's the thing. You got to look at it. You got to look at it like this, though. I can't wait for this movie to come out because either she's going to be really good and going to absolutely shock me, or she's going to be really bad and it's going to be funny, like really funny. <laughs> I feel like that's the smart money. Like Randy Orton in the in the fucking Marine funny, or oh Triple H in the oh in the chaperone. Like, that's what I'm expecting from Charlotte. We're going to go to the papers. I'm going to take this to the papers. Uh, yeah, so, um, I mean, obviously, I'll watch Walking Tall with tits. But, you know, it's, sure. it, it, it's, it's one of, like I said, I have, it, it's, it's, I can 
I can like um I can let a lot of things slide. But there's certain things that like will just completely destroy my immersion in a, in like a show or a movie, you know? Like if uh, the fact that like um you you'll see it all the time with like period pieces and stuff like that, like women are still fucking completely shaved in their armpits and stuff like that, you know. Which like I get it. Like you're asking women to, like like actresses to fucking not be glamorous for a couple months or whatever that. But something like this where it's like so you you're going to have this chick who like doesn't uh, just has had a little bit of plastic surgery to her, has had a lot of plastic surgery and like you're not going to be able to hide that very well and it's going to be really fucking odd to for her to try to be play like down home good girl from two, from you know Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it's like, or Tucson, Arizona, whatever she's fucking from. It's like, it's just not gonna fucking work because I'm just gonna look at those tits and be like, I know what those are. Like, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's like when, uh, when they'll cast people like that and they're supposed to be like naive, like 18 year olds and stuff like that. It's like, you've got big fake titties. Like, you're not some naive fucking 18 year old girl or like that. Like, you clearly have plastic surgery, you know? That's um, I I can hear what Troy's saying because having watched that 2004 version, yeah, I don't know how that plays into small town sheriff who's just looking out for the town who has to deal with the big bad corruption uh, like drug people, mm-hmm. and it's like no, you look like you're from East LA. <laughs> Not only that, but it's like it's like. Uh, when they when they have like John Cena movies over this, like people don't look like that. Like no, that's true. He's playing roles, and it's like, dude, you're a brick fucking shit house. Like you you are not believable as like, oh, I'm just a good old guy, you know? Like, dude, look at, <laughs> like, dude, look at you, man. You know, like sometimes they they do really good on on you know like the the rest, wrestlers in in movie roles aren't always great, but sometimes they do really good. And other times they just do fucking god awful, and like this to me is like there's so many other people that would that I feel like would fit that role a lot better than Charlotte would. No offense to her, but you know. Well, they're not they're not writing this to have a good movie. They're <laughs> writing this to get Charlotte into movies. Right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's but like yeah. when um when Rock made the Scorpion King. <laughs> Now see, now see the Rock and the Mummy too, when he was like actually, no, what was it? No, see that's yeah. the thing. He came in the Mummy too for five minutes in a in a computerized. He, yes, scene. that was fucked up. But the Scorpion King actually dug because it was like he's a big fucking built dude and it made sense over that. No, the Scorpion King I liked. It was I, yeah, it was schlocky, but, but yeah, <laughs> like I liked it as a kid because I was a Mark. But mm-hmm. like watching it now, you're like, uh, mm. <laughs> just look. Just as long as you don't don't besmirch the instant classic that is the Brendan Fraser Mummy. Oh, oh no, I like that. I that, that. that is, a, <laughs> sir, that is a perfect movie. All right, <laughs> you're you're not a Mummy fan, John. I've never seen any of them. <gasps> oh. oh my god. Wait, John, how old are you? Uh, thirty eight. <laughs> You're my age. What the fuck? You've I, never seen the. There's the mummy I, ca- movie came out when we were like in high school. I'm not that big of a movie guy. Yeah. All right. Well, I get that. Um. No. No. So. Um. 
Yeah, we we recently like rewatched the Mummy with Brendan Fraser, uh, and it's like it's like God, this still fucking holds up, and I still love it. And Benny is a is an amazing fucking bad guy in it. He's just great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, like I said, I liked Walking Tall. The Rock has done a lot of movies where it's like the, the one movie where he's supposed to like be a fucking shepherd over this. It's like, dude, you are like three hundred pounds of solid muscle, and you're gonna tell me that like your aspirations is to be a fucking chef? Like, no, dude, it's just the, it's just you know, like it's not, man. Like even that new Rampage movie, it was just like, oh, you're gonna fucking tell me that you're a fucking animal doctor? Like, look at you, dude. <laughs> yeah, but that's. Okay, but the alternative to that is Rock does the same sports movie with a different sport like four times in a row like he did with football and then yeah. hockey and then um, there was one other one movie? before that. He did a hockey movie. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those like kid movies. Oh, sure, sure. It was yeah. right around the Tooth Fairy time. Oh, I forgot he's Dude, he was fairy. actually. You know what he was? He was a fucking minor league hockey player has been, who like never really made it in the in the NHL, and he was on an AHL team, and he was supposed to like help this, uh, you know, next like chosen one, and the kid was only nineteen, and and Rock was like the bitter old veteran, and I'm like, this is dumb, this is fucking awful. <laughs> Um, you know, surprisingly, what he was really fucking good in was Doom. Oh, yeah. No, actually, yeah. You, uh, really did you skip that one too, John? Uh, sure did. Uh, I skip a lot of movies, and I doubly skip a lot of movies that are based on video games. This one... <laughs> so this one actually had, um... They did, did. Did you ever play the Doom video game? Uh, not extensively because uh, first-person shooters make me motion sick. <laughs> gotcha. Um, there is a a sequence in the the movie where because it's it's Carl Urban is the uh, the main guy in it. Um, they do a sequence actually that's from his point of view, and you literally have him like going through with the guns. It's really fucking cool because <laughs> it's like. It's like oh, I like like they do like a, a hardcore Henry I think is that way where it's like ever like they're in yeah but yeah you know, I, I, I liked them but um yeah I liked Doom Doom was good but anyway <laughs> I don't know how we got on this conversation uh, you know we just wait, go wait, the way wait. let me ask you this do you think if this movie even does decent that we'll see Charlotte in more movies? Dude, I think even if it if it bombs, I think we'll still see her in more movies. Well, yeah, that's probably true. Um, is this a WWE Films production? Don't know. Not sure. I don't think that they own the rights to it, but then again, no, I mean... The 2004 one was. Was it? No, they got Johnny Knoxville and... Uh, didn't they get fucking... Uh, oh, no, I'm thinking of the movie The Rundown. Never mind. Yes. Um, Steffler, but... <laughs> no, that's that's The Rundown. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I haven't heard specifically if uh, okay. if it is or not. Oh, that's right. She's actually yeah, um, yeah. There's nothing yet 
that I can see on it. Now, did you watch her on Punky Brewster? I did not, because I never watched. I never was big on Punky Brewster growing up. Is she on the new Punky Brewster? Yes, apparently. Her and <laughs> her and Alexa Bliss apparently uh, uh, have a little part in the new Punky Brewster. And that is on Peacock, correct? Uh, I believe so. All right, then I will Peacock? be watching it. Okay. Probably in about a week. <laughs> I, I don't know if... Yeah, neither will I, honestly. Um, I'll take but, a look. I mean, I liked Funky Brewster back in the day anyway, so I might take a look at it. I never watched it. Um, when was the original Punky Brewster? Like 86 or something like 1984 that. 1984 to 1988. So I was yep. uh, just, bo- just born to four years old, so that's why I didn't watch Punky Brewster. See, I was um, I was like six, so I, I remember like it wasn't like right in the middle of, of my adolescence that I, you know, have a deep connection to it, but I remember it being like on. Yeah. I probably saw it in a syndication, to be honest, if I, I remember it. This chick's attractive. Soleil Moonfrat. Oh, yeah, she is. When she, um, But that's the thing. Is she going to be a mother in this one, and she has kids, or she's going to adopt kids? Cause yeah, she's, she's, she's grown up with kids in, in the new Bunky Brewster. Okay, because I, I, I remember Henry was like her foster father or something like that. No. The old guy that took care of her. It took sure. care of her. <laughs> again, again, you're asking two people who haven't watched the show <laughs> to like, like back you up on this. Like, oh man, I don't know what parts. Um, there's a lot of people in this that are actually pretty good. I don't know what parts uh, Lexi Kaufman and Ashley Fleur play, but oh, they play themselves. Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. Okay, so I don't know how they get to that point, but apparently That's they do. Not acting. You know, oh, this is like when Vader showed up on Boy Meets World. Did you ever? Uh, are you are you a Kevin Smith fan? Yes. You remember um, what movie was it that uh, um, that Will Smith was in of his? Like a cameo in one of his movies. Oh fuck, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember either. But yeah, like because um, he's playing himself in it. And he like yeah. sits down and like Kevin Smith tells a story of his, he's like, like, oh yeah, like, oh, well, you know, maybe you would say, you know, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if you would say like that. And we'll sort of be like, I'm playing myself. I've, I think I would know how I would say something. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's right. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, so uh, something else that uh, we have uh, a little bit of news on. Uh, apparently, uh, this past weekend, uh, there were some workers that were moving rings around um, the performance center, or uh, and uh, apparently were not wearing masks. So, WWE heard about this or or saw that it happened and decided to do testing uh, on Monday, which they typically would wait until Tuesday to do. Uh, and apparently there were a few uh, positive tests. Now, we don't have any confirmation on anybody whatsoever. And we haven't heard of any specific changes that are going to be happening tomorrow. But the original card, and this is where it'll be important to uh, take a look at what actually happens tomorrow, is Jordan Devlin was supposed to return to start his feud with Santos Escobar. L.A. Knight was supposed to have a debut match. 
Swerve Scott versus Leon Ruff, Dexter Loomis versus Austin Theory, and Tommaso Ciampa and Tibby Thatcher versus Imperium. So if any of those matches don't happen tomorrow, you know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not fair. What if what if Jordan Devlin got tied up and he couldn't get over here? Uh, well, considering didn't he already, Jordan Devlin already showed up last week, so he is here in America. No, no, no he cut a promo. It was at an airport, too. You okay. actually saw the plane fly away and stuff. Well, then he's here. <laughs> well, no, I mean, not his plane. You saw... Never mind. <laughs> well, I don't I don't think they would have had him cut that promo if he was not here. Unless he was here? Yeah. Okay. All right. They would not have is set... That, a, yeah, they, they, they set reason, it up. that's the one that I think is not going to happen. Like, I think that if they postpone any match, it's probably going to be that. I don't know why, but it would be, you know... Just the way it's gone for Jordan Devlin since he became Cruiserweight champion. You know, that guy's got such a weird shaped head, he's gotta have some autoimmune disease, right? Like he probably right. shouldn't he probably shouldn't be working in COVID times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um and I really want to see him fight Escobar, but Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see who shows up and who doesn't. Walter wasn't coming over, right? Uh so far, no. Because um, I know Champa mentioned him in a promo. Well, Champa mentions him in a promo, and the rest of Imperium are over here in America. But right. Walter is such a different beast, where it's like that's true. You know, like he yes, he came over here for a little bit of time during the Survivor Series build, but like I don't think he he wants to be in America for a long time. So. Um, and last bit of news: Andrade asked for his release, but he was not given it. Womp womp. Yeah. They have big plans for him. <laughs> you know, I will say this with Andrade, and and I don't typically defend the WWE, but if Vince saw that, you know, what he what Andrade did on Raw from week to week, or even on SmackDown for the little bit that he was there, and he just wasn't impressed wasn't feeling it just didn't like what he saw i mean it's either that or be bo dallas so you know i don't blame andrade for asking for his release and if vince isn't feeling it then he's not gonna put him on tv yeah i mean the other thing too is um we don't we don't see what happens backstage we don't know the conversation that happens stuff like that like all we ever see is like, hey, this guy's upset. You never see of like, oh, hey, this guy's upset, but he's only upset because he's been a complete asshole to everybody else around him. <laughs> you know, like you don't yeah, hear how about do we that. Know shit. that there isn't a reason that Vince cut him off from TV. Yeah, we I don't. Mean, yeah, it kind of coincided with his uh, positive tests. Yeah, it's true. Like that's when it started. They started to pump the brakes on him. It felt like. Yeah. And, you know, like I mean, the, the PVs or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, we, we haven't had a wellness violation in a while. And I think he was probably the last one, right? I don't think we've had one since. He's the last one I remember. Anyway. Yeah. So you do kind of feel like, well, maybe, maybe it is like a kind of a thing. Like I've fucking told you people numerous times, like, stop fucking taking drugs and stop doing PDs and stuff like that, and you're still doing it. Like, that's... that's ob- rock. Yeah. I mean, you, it, you. Yeah. 
That's got to be a sore subject with Vince, right? Like, he had that whole fucking trial that went on for so long with the Vulcan steroids and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure he's probably not, like, I don't want you to fucking take it. Like, <laughs> you don't have to do it anymore, you know? Like, right. I mean, yeah, that's the thing is, like, it doesn't really, it isn't really necessary in, like, wrestling today. But all he really needs to do to avoid that heat is to not actively encourage it, right? Like, right. I feel like that was what he was under fire for. Was right. Like, so... You know what I was thinking of the other day when in regards to Vince? We always assume Vince is hands-on with, with everybody in regards to being, you know, suspended or released or, or fired. Yep. But they just removed Mark Carano from his position of um, head of talent relations. They gave it back to fucking Johnny Ace. Yep. How many of these guys does Vince, like really make that i mean i'm sure like everything goes through him but like is this more because of people under vince that don't like somebody or maybe they have an issue with somebody or maybe there's a behavior problem with that person and that like a like a macarano or like um a fucking who's that free bird uh michael hayes like you know (laughs) what i mean like how do we know this is even vince at the end of the day um quite honestly it probably isn't because the thing that people often forget is we've had numerous wrestlers say that, like, they have to go through so many filters before it gets to Vince. Like, That's what I mean. It's creative is in between them. So, create, like, they'll talk to the creative members and creative members will pitch things to Vince. And if, if none of the fucking creative people are pitching anything good for Andrade, then he just gets shuffled to the back, you know? Um, and, yeah, I mean, the the... The fact that he went undrafted at that time, I said it too, where I'm like, I was like, you know, like there might be a possibility that he did something to piss somebody off to do to get that treatment, you know? And like, you know, we don't, we don't know. We don't see those kind of things. We just hear that one side because WWE is never going to come out and defend itself. They've never had to, and they're never going to. So, so you can sit there and you can have fucking big show be like, they didn't want me on TV anymore. And most yeah, who's they? Is it Kevin Dunn? Is it Carano? Is there a reason Carano got fired after being so left? First of all, it's the fans. The fans don't want you on TV anymore. Second, no, <laughs> no, second no, of all, know, yeah, like I know, yeah, that was the thing. Well, like that's all I'm wondering is, is Vince really given the final word on every single wrestler he has his contract, or does he leave no. the contract shit up to up to his fucking stooges? He he leaves the scouting to his scouts and his and his talent organizer organizers. He leaves the fucking contract things. Now, I uh, I think the Carano losing his job thing is the Christian thing. Possibly, I would look at that as more of like because because you know they even said like you know, Christian said oh they you know we couldn't work out a deal and and that's a shame and everything like that like it seems like yeah. It, it, Vince would probably go to Crown and be like, how the fuck could you let this guy go? I've got all these plans for an ENC reading and stuff like that. And he's oh, didn't want to pay him as much, you know? Yeah, and, see, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Something like that where um, I think people on the internet seem to think that Vince is negotiating every single wrestler's contract every fucking month. Well, and he's not, he's not that hands-on. It's, Especially at his age at this point. Well, it's the same thing with like people, and I've been guilty of it too. Where you know we'll we'll blame Kevin Dunn for the multiple cuts of it. It's like, well, yeah, but he's not 
He's not to blame for anything. He's just a face that you can put to it. Because otherwise, it's a bunch of people that you don't know that are working on these things, you know? 100%. Yeah, There's... it's the, it's the name that is associated with that. Yeah. Yeah. But in the case of Kevin Dunn, he is a little bit more directly involved in that, right? Well, he he lets the allegedly. He, yeah, he he most likely has told them like this is this is like a visual my... style that is like under his purview. One would assume. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, but even like people will be like, "Oh, Kevin Dunn missed the fucking spe- first spear." So like, well, no, it was most likely the guy. Kevin Dunn's not the guy pushing the buttons, changing the camera angle, stuff like that. So yeah. That's that's the times where you're like like okay well probably not it was most likely one of the like seventeen producers they've got back there or one of the op the ops on the table or like that but yeah and the same thing with like with the whole Vince stuff is like you I, I've listened to Kevin Owens talk about it before where he's just like yeah sometimes you can get his ear you can you can go in there and talk to him about certain things but it still comes down to you know, like all the other people involved with it like the road agents stuff like that you know and and yeah when you've got Michael piece of shit Hayes. Who also likes is a, is a fucking habitual shit stirrer, you know. Is yep. that what the PS stands for? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's really shitty. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's the other thing too, right? On the other side of that coin, if you're a top guy, if you're a Roman, if you're a Drew, do you only deal with Vince? Because we've heard like way back in the day his relationship with like Austin or like Cena. Like I wonder if like top guys only deal with Vince. I I don't know that they only deal with him, but I think that they're that he's probably more hands on. He doesn't. That's the thing. It's like it's like. Do you really think Vince is sitting there and being and like like making sure to pick apart the fucking cruiserweight storyline? Like no. Like he no. the undercard stuff. He's he's probably le, probably less hands on. But the main event stuff, of course, he's going to be more hands on with because yeah. that's that's the fucking main event. That's the show stealing shit. You know. So yeah, I love Seamus. <laughs> but you've got the same thing where where the fucking uh, uh, Twat brothers are talking about like the retribution being an Ed Kosky thing, and it's like, well, there you go. That's not a Vince yeah. thing, even though everyone likes to fucking be like, oh my god, Vince, retribution is stupid. Of it, it's like, no, it's one of his fucking writers, Ed Kosky, that that came up with it. You know, Vince was like, what's it gonna be? A fucking third string storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, lower mid card, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you want. <laughs> it's the same thing with the shield, where it wasn't Vince saying, "I want you to go out there with riot shields." It was literally their fucking costume department and their and their writers being like, "Go out there with fucking riot shields on." Yep. And it was the it was those three guys being like, "We're not gonna fucking do this." <laughs> that wound up being good, but again, it's like that wasn't a Vince edict or whatever. That it's the same thing with fucking. Uh, uh, what are the fucking FTR being like showing like the fucking sketches of it? It's like, well, Vince didn't draw those. Like it's the creative department who fuck one some somebody in the creative oh, department came up with the wow. pictures of their stupid shit, and then they just attributed it to Vince because because they needed something to talk about on podcasts. No, not those, but the but the fucking Usi hot that was probably all Vince. Well, certain things are going to be. But no, I'm talking about the, that. But that, but that's what FTR said was like, this is what what Vince wanted us to be. Is these guys like, well, no, that was somebody in the fucking creative department yeah. who was like, who drew up a sketch and was like, like this would be cool and pitched it to you so that they could then pitch it to Vince. Right. But there's a good chance he would they would have pitched it to Vince and he either would have been a been like that's good shit or he would have been like you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
that's why they they fucking chew through writers so much is because yeah, like most of them suck anyways because they've never been Dude, WWE writers. Again, Vince is also a fucking psychopath. Like this is a man who literally probably sleeps for one hour a night. That is not good English, by the way. Could I say no, he literally was, probably? If this, if this was um, a WCW interview with Sid, I'd be like, "Can we do that one again?" And you'd be like, "No, we're live." Yeah, we're live. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but it's been well documented that that dude's a workaholic. He yeah. fucking goes to bed at three in the morning, wakes up at five. It's crazy yeah. because either he's working out or he's just working on stuff. Like, there's gonna be so much shit that comes out. If he ever writes a book and or dies and other people tell the story, I think it's going to be the latter on that. I don't, I don't, he hasn't written a book so far. I doubt he's going to write a book now. And he's, he, he's is too deep in kayfabe to ever fucking write a book. It would be really fucking interesting though, just to see like that dude's mind, how it works. Anyway, so, uh, anything else to say about, uh, anything for the news? I mean, Okay, you guys got to help me out here. Did WrestleMania tickets go on sale or not? The fuck would I know? <laughs> because it's news, and the reason I ask is because this week they were like on Raw, they were like, "Oh, WrestleMania tickets will be on sale this week," but they said that last week. So I'm sitting there going, "Did they delay it, or did they go on sale and like I don't even know about it?" Not that I'm getting right. WrestleMania tickets. But I'm I just curious. Last week they said, "Oh shit, headphones fell off." <laughs> I thought last week they said that uh, they were going on sale today, but um, well, it looks like uh, looks like you can buy them right now. So, oh, so I guess they're on sale. These events use seating in pods of one to six people per pod. Pods will be purchased. But you have in. to buy the entire pods. So you have fucking to. five people. Yep. Oh, that'll be bringing five people. Fucking Tickets in a pod may not be sold or transferred to anyone other than family trusted acquaintances who have chosen to attend together said use unless all such tickets i.e the full pod are being sold or transferred to one party unless otherwise exempted by law guests must wear a face covering local revenues rule, revenue rules apply so yeah you can buy tickets right now wait so but wait a minute oh what wait does... oh wait hold on a second tickets were slated to go on sale tuesday on ticketmaster a new on sale date, date is expected within the week that was seven hours ago they reported that so there you go oh so it did get delayed Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. They're trying to figure out how many they can sell. Well, yeah, of course, because you know, I mean, the laws are ever fucking changing, and WrestleMania is what fucking four weeks away. Yep. By that time, we could have the whole country open up because apparently COVID isn't a thing anymore. Well, especially in Florida, you forget mm-hmm. uh, they were the first ones back in like I don't fuck last year it was like September or something, and they were just letting. Um, everybody just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, well, Texas said, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But Florida was getting like 15,000 a day. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, well, that's what happens. But, you know, they, they got to give Andrew Yang something to bitch about. Ugh. All right. It's time for this. The good, the bad. What the fuck? 
starts with SmackDown. And, uh, John, what was your good from SmackDown? Uh, my good was the, particularly Daniel Bryan's por- part in the contract signing. Boy, Daniel, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I feel like since Elimin- Elimination Chamber, the way that Edge's character has been presented has made me not give a shit about him. And I don't know, he comes off kind of like an idiot and Daniel Bryan is sort of like the only thing that's sort of providing any sort of interest for me right now in that scene. Like, I mean, Roman Reigns does good work, but, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's less compelling when Edge is, like, crying over the fact that someone's going to defend, he's going to defend the title at a pay-per-view that, like, this is not fucking new. What? The Royal Rumble guarantees you a title shot, not a title shot against the person you want necessarily. Like, and I guarantee you that he has also gotten a title shot in between a Rumble match before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on it too. And, and it, you know, this Daniel Bryan continues to show just like, like who knew this guy had this fucking much range? Because he can just like turn it on and be serious in a fucking second. And it's good. And yeah, I mean, his. I like the fact that like he's a he's a face, but what he's saying sort of is a little heelish, you know. The whole like you know like like fuck Edge, I want my title shot kind of thing. And that is is kind of a heel thing to do, just to be like ah fuck that guy, like no no no, you know. But I but it works for him because it's like yeah, I mean he's already said well how many fucking more more years of this am I gonna do so. You know, I, I need my title shots when I can get them, so. Yeah. Just don't it, give a fuck, Daniel Bryan is becoming <laughs> my favorite thing. <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, yeah, like, why would you give a fuck? <laughs> it's like, because you know him, it's like, it's like he could he could pretty much go out there and fucking just take a shit in, in, the, turn, in the turnbuckle and be like, what are you going to do, fire me? because like he's already pretty much planned on like I'm going to be retired in like two years so I don't fucking care yeah even in character his his, (laughs) to to agree with John's point I mean I I said it at the time everybody wanted to get so fucking mad at me I wasn't excited for Edge versus Roman I just wasn't I'm still not really Um, and Edge is not making it any better because Edge can't really play a face he doesn't have that um, charm. I never, I never liked Edge of the Face. But even beside that, um, I mean, we might not have to worry for that about that for much longer, right? <laughs> but Daniel Bryan, um, goading Roman into signing the contract was fucking amazing. Because <laughs> he's like, well, maybe I should be the head of the table. Maybe I'll be the self-proclaimed head of the table. He just, it's like, shut up, stop, fucking stop. Like it was great. Yeah, you got. Yeah, that's awesome. You gotta love it too, because like it, obviously that's a very that's a classic he, uh, heel face thing to do is to like yeah. like trick your guy into it. But it's like Roman's character has has largely kind of been fucking schoolyard bully, so it does it yeah. it it is in line with him to kind of like fucking Bugs Bunny him into it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that 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 for me that that is the match I'm most looking forward to on the pay per view too. Is is Daniel Bryan? That has a lot of competition. <laughs> no, it doesn't. 
But even you know, even if they even if they added another fucking match, like a, like a, a high quality match, I'd still be like, yeah, that, that would. There's not there's no other real storylines right now that have any kind of juice to it other than this one. So there is one other storyline that I think is not have the same amount of juice, but it's it's definitely piquing my interest every week. And that is Biggie's Fire versus oh. Apollo Cruz's Rage. Because mm-hmm. Biggie came back and I and I did like that he came out with all the um the arm and the sling, the crutch uh, the bandages around his head. He took it off immediately. I would have waited until he got into the ring. Like I would have had him limp into the ring and then mm-hmm. like take everything off. But still, it worked. Uh, but what I loved about Biggie is just, he just came out there and he just went off on Apollo Cruz. And then Apollo Cruz, when he showed up, he beat the fuck out of Biggie. <laughs> that was some good fucking shit between these two this week. Yeah, it's it's great because I mean. As we know, WWE can't put black, book black people, but yeah, this this has been good. Uh, I like it actually, which which is funny because the uh, to an extent of that, uh, my good is Biggie versus Sami Zayn. I thought the match too was was really good. Um, yep, and and it it wasn't a complete burial of Sami, which is good because they right. tend to just do that. But it was like he got kind of close at times, but yeah. So yeah, right. Also, stay true to Sami's character. The yes, that. yeah. That, that was my mini good was Sammy like getting out there before Corbin actually officially uh, yeah. uh, accepted the challenge. It was, that was, that was the life. Then he yeah. was like, first one in the ring gets the shot. And Sammy's like, Phew! yeah. <laughs> well, then, and then Sammy after the match claiming that that corrupt ref was the reason why he lost. It was just like, there was no evidence to that whatsoever. Like you, you got, <laughs> you got taken up by the big ending and you, and you lost like there. Yeah. There was no, that, that's, that's what's great about it. It's like, when there's so it's so clearly there's no trickery whatsoever, he's just like there's trickery. Like it's like oh you're so fucking delusional. So they had me on that because when he lost, I was like, well, he can't say shit. Fuck, what they do? They just kind of killed it because there's no out for him. But then when he came back and he he's saying that the fucking ref was corrupt, I was yeah. like, oh my god, <laughs> this is great. He still believes it, even if yeah. there's nothing there, he still believes it. Yeah, delusional heel is uh, is is one of the it's one of those ones where like when it's done right, it's done very well, right. Um, it can go wrong, but I but I like this this Sammy where it's just like he he is so up his own ass about like there's a conspiracy against him even when there's none, and it's like right to me it's a little bit of like real worldism into it too because you've got a lot of those people right now like QAnon and stuff like that that are are heavy into like the like crazy ass computers when there isn't anything there it's like yeah i might play a little bit off of that yeah completely yeah uh anyone else anything good from smackdown um uh, i'm kind of to the point where like i like cartoony seth rollins i don't know <laughs> how it happened but like, oh, okay because like, I'm to pull out like a mallet that's larger than him to, try and, <laughs> to try and hit Cesaro with it next week. Okay, so so here's why you kind of are liking Seth. He is being so over the top with it, with everything, with his fucking outfits, with with right, like um, with his just his demeanor that you're like, this is kind of awful, but kind of not bad because it's so over the top right like it it's sort of like 
it's awful, but like it feels like he's poking fun at how bad it is now. Whereas yes, like on that's Raw, what I mean. he was just like playing it straight, and it yeah. didn't work. <sighs> well, that's a, an excellent segue into my bad for the week, and it's that Murphy is a bitch again. Oh, yeah, no, he's a bitch. He's a 100% bitch. Yeah. He didn't right. even get to say anything. He just lost pretty fucking clean, to be honest. No, he didn't lose clean. It was a DQ finish. Oh, no, that's right. It was a DQ. Yeah. But he just, he, he looked like a bitch. That's oh, he he was going to lose that match for sure. Yes, <laughs> but, yes, yes. He so, was like maybe 10% less bit, bitch than last week, where he true. just pretty much immediately got put yeah. to swing. Like, yeah. yeah. Which, like... Uh, him getting put into the swing, obviously not as good as Seth's was, <laughs> but no. I... Uh, That's because he actually braces his head so yeah. he doesn't like, get as dizzy, whereas Seth just like flailed his arms <sighs> arms around in very, once again, cartoony fashion. Yeah. I was going to say, that goes into what you were saying about him playing into it. Like, he yeah. did that on purpose. <laughs> and, like, he made it a point to, like, swing his jacket off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he... <sighs> You got to make the make the most of it because surprisingly, it seems like the Cesaro thing has kind of elevated his game a little bit. Um, yeah. And and if he can wind up pushing Cesaro uh, up the card a little bit, I'm down for it too. You know, I'm not one of those people that are like saying that he should be fucking WWE champion over that, but you know, to to get another singles run out of him before this is all said and done is great. You know. So. Yeah. Plus, I'm there for like. Evil, but also goofy Seth versus Cesaro. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. fine with that. I'm not saying it's going to be anywhere near the top of the card. It can be night one at eight o'clock. You know what I mean? I'm fine with that. But, yeah. but you know, it, it, Cesaro can't play goofy, so it it works. Where you've got Seth being right. the goofy one and him being kind of the straight man. So, uh, Sal, what would be your bad from SmackDown? Um. It was a couple of nominations, but my bad was the eight-man tag because I said, wait a minute, I'm going to be on WWE rundown this week, not AEW rundown. <laughs> Why is there a fucking random eight-man tag just to get these fucking stupid flippy moves that also look like shit during this match, just like AEW? <sighs> um, and also Ray, Mur- uh, Ray Mysterio almost murdered a guy again. He almost killed Chad Gable <sighs> off that DDT. <laughs> more uh, less said on that the better um yeah you know it's it's one of those things where you just look at it and you go god that's lazy yep. <laughs> it's like because if you if you take two seconds to think about it from like the 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 kayfabe wrestler standpoint it's just like why would they ever agree to that match why would they be like why the fuck are we teaming with dolph ziggler like, <laughs> like no, I don't want to be in that match, you know. And it was for nothing. It's like I, I guess they're trying to show that there's like four teams vying for the championships, but it's like, <sighs> no, there's not. Stop that. <laughs> no, I mean they're not real teams, but you know, yeah. The street profits are there. That's fine, but that. <laughs> well, it's 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 the profits. It's. Otis and Gable. They're going to give those belts to the fucking Mysterios at some point. Ugh. God. I'm okay with that, though, because that that's... Ray is the kind of person where he's been in this long enough that, like, he wants to win the championship with this kid. That's fine. What I don't want to see 
is Otis and Chad Gable win the fucking tag belts, which is what it seems like is a possibility. I mean, they'll pick it up off the Mysterios. <laughs> but, right. Which Ugh. is fine with me, because the Mysterios are the biggest heels in SmackDown in my eyes, but... Oh, gosh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, the thing is, though, it's it's we're just going to circle back to... Dolphin Rude versus yeah. the Street Profits. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, I, that's, that's what I mean. That's why this eight-man tag was fucking pointless. Yeah, you're not wrong. Huh? Oh, oh, we're agreeing with you. <laughs> and, I, and I see, and trust me, I see a lot of pointless eight-man tags. Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. Hey, but hey, if you uh, if you watch Dark, you yet again just get to see Brody's kid be a part of a match. So, there's that. <sighs> Which dark? Dark or dark? Dark no, no. regular or dark elevation? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh, dark OG. Dark OG? Yeah. Has <laughs> there needed to be more dark? Yeah, yeah. We Why don't call it the same thing, by the way? Why not just call it AW Elevation? Why are you going to call sure. it dark elevation? Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even look to see if, if the stands were talking about how, how many fucking views they got compared to Raw or not. So they're not at the same time. I, 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 I'm not looking. I should, I, should pro- I should probably look just to get a good fucking laugh and be like, oh, Raw went down a couple. You know those people got taken away by AW Torque Elevation. Big shows of draw. And one more thing, because you kind of mentioned it. Another DQ finish. Like, what the fuck? I was... That was like two minutes of match, and then we got a DQ with Seth and Cesaro and Buddy. Mm-hmm. They, they can't although, help. although, <clears throat> if Herb stomped him on the fucking chair, that would have been... And those ridiculous, like, fucking loafers? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's the thing. It's it's just It just feels lazy again, where it's like, do you really think that this is, like, protecting people by doing these DQs and stuff like that? Like, that's gotta be what it is, right? The writers or the bookers are sitting there and being like, well, we're gonna protect them by having a DQ finish. It's like, it, it doesn't anymore. Like people, people don't remember as much how somebody lost a match, just that they lost a match. Yep. Yeah. You know? And the other thing too is that you do DQ finishes all the time. Yes. It's not like, a, oh shit, there's a DQ. Mm-hmm. I never saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. For the, for the, all the shit we give AEW, you know, they they at least are consistent about the fact that there are actual endings to their matches. Uh, most of them. <laughs> But with them, Seth when... Rollins used to be the fucking king of DQ. Oh so. my gosh, like, yeah. But that's not him. <laughs> that's them being like, yeah. Glenn Seth's match in a DQ match. I mean, look at look at Keith Lee when he came up. It was like the oh, guy, right. the, the guy could not fucking finish a match cleanly for to save his life, and now he's fucking disappeared. So, uh, John, what was your bad? Uh. I'm shocked that this made it to me, but the fucking, like, dress-up Reginald bullshit. <gasps> yes, that's true. Show, show him the lining. Show, show him the lining of the jacket. Oh, show, oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. Just, like, <sighs> anything where I have to hear Nia Jax talk is gonna be bad, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, just the conceit of this entire segment was was pretty much a guarantee that it was going to be like the worst thing on the show. <laughs> yes. Uh which is another great segue for me 
Because my what the fuck was Natalia and Tamina win. <laughs> my, my what the fuck was Natalia and Tamina are on TV, and where the fuck are the Riot Squad? <laughs> yes. Gosh, man, like... This, we should be taking this time to build Bianca and Sasha. This is not the way to do it. Don't put fucking Cirque du Soleil bullshit out there and fucking have, have him continue to be a part of this. Don't have fucking Tamina pin your future world champion. In the, even, even off distraction, that image still occurs. Tamina fucking pinning Bianca Belair for three. Yes, Sal. Um, my what the fuck was <clears throat> Reginald and the whole fucking <laughs> weird ass Sasha versus Bianca, but also Shayna and Nyla, but also Tamina and Natalia, and they made fucking uh, Bianca lose to fucking Tamina. And also, why are we shopping with Reginald and Nia? And why is Shayna there? It's just weird. And also, also Nia and Reginald be fucking. Also, Nia grew a dick. You called her Nyla. You called her Nyla at first. Oh, just one time, yeah. <laughs> just one time. That's okay. Um, yeah, the whole fucking thing. The whole fucking thing. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be your your women's title match. The, to be honest, it's supposed to be the more important of the women's titles based on how you booked it for the past year. Like this was the title I mean, that was on fire is. when Bailey and Sasha yeah. were fighting about it. And, you know, we had to suffer through Sasha and Carmella because you had nothing going on for that mm-hmm. when Sasha won the belt. And instead of getting Sasha and Bianca in a compelling feud, we are just drowning it in all this other bullshit with Nyla and uh, Nia. There again. There's two. <laughs> and, and fucking... Um, they're going to win the tag belts on Sunday. Just fucking stop. You could have had a compelling feud with your new Royal Rumble winner, Bianca, and then your superstar, Sasha, and you're fucking it all up. Yeah. I don't get it. They're, Go ahead. I was just going to say, also, they're not going to win the fucking belts on Sunday. No. Yeah, but I don't care if they do. Yeah, but yeah, but they're not because this is how we're gonna. This is the age-old fucking story of like they're gonna. One of them's gonna fuck the other one over, so that we can have a heel versus face, or they're gonna. gonna Yeah, (laughs) Sasha's gonna fuck over Bianca, and then they're gonna. That's how they're gonna build up the storyline. But which is which is fine because Sasha is less insufferable as a heel. So oh, she's she's great as a heel. Yeah, as as a face. Oh, Bianca is annoying as fuck as a heel. Good God, she is, yeah. Yeah. Owen said it um, in that segment. He said the only other time in WrestleMania history was John Cena and Shawn Michaels. And I was sitting there going, yeah, because that was the worst fucking possible use of the tag titles at a WrestleMania. Like, let's just bury them. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're going to put, yeah, you're going to put that over Braun Strowman and Nicholas. The one-day reign oh, of Braun Strowman and Nicholas. Okay. okay. I forgot about that. Okay, second. <laughs> second worst. <laughs> the second worst. I'll give you second. And to be fair, I did forget about that. Yeah. Honestly, you are lucky. Because yes. that lives rent-free in my head. <laughs> Funny. And I went, oh. Funny thing. 
Funny thing is, it, it sort of lives around free in my head, too, because I was just thinking about that when I saw the fucking... Uh, I mean, it's not on my list, for, but this is the reason it's not on my list. On Raw, when you literally had a championship change hands for, with Stone Cold Steve Austin merchandise, in my head, I'm just like, I was like, well, I'm not going to put it on my list because it's a joke belt. It's like, it's not like they fucking treated it like, like a... It's not like the tag team belts that were treated like something important, and then they put it on a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> Right. That's what. That's where that. Like, he was like twelve. But anyway, don't uh, give a shit. I don't give a shit how fucking old he that was. Make it better. Yeah. No, it makes it worse. It, it makes it worse. Yeah. I'm just pointing out that it's worse. No, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like that. That's it's it's, it's in my head too. Where it's just like that's, that was the most devaluing thing I've ever seen to a championship belt. Other than maybe fucking Eric Young winning winning the knockout state team championships. <laughs> but putting putting the women's tag titles on Bianca and Sasha this Sunday would be pretty up there as far as a waste of the tag team belts. I mean, it's it's like they completely forgot how to book women. Because you right now, Asuka doesn't really have a storyline. And the storyline is that people have to prove themselves to Charlotte so she'll let them get a championship. The storyline <laughs> is Charlotte needs a WrestleMania match and to win a belt and Oscar's going to drop it there because Lacey Evans got pregnant so that, yeah. uh, you know, she couldn't drop it to her. Yeah. And then you've got over here, we've got this Oscar, fucking mess. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got the fucking tag belts where it's like, they, they have, they have about four different feuds they're in right now. <laughs> Not <laughs> Naya and Shayna. And none of them are good. I was going to say, would you prefer Natalia and Tamina, or would you prefer Lana and Naomi? <laughs> no, I would prefer none of them. That's why. That's why I'm I'm with I'm with you guys. Where I wish they would have just dropped them to Dakota and and Raquel. And hundred percent. Instead instead of creating new title belts for NXT, which I'm fine it's with fine because fine that they yeah. have them there. It's yeah. fine, but I mean, yeah, I would have much rather Dakota and and um, Raquel just win those belts. Would you have trusted uh, like the main roster to handle those two well, though? Like when they, they, they came don't up. have to be on the main roster. Yeah, they yeah, we would, we just wouldn't see the tag belts unless you watch NXT. <laughs> we would. Yeah, I know. We you'd have them come up, and then you'd have fucking Lana put Raquel through a table or something like that. Right. Oh. <laughs> Some yeah. Yeah. This this is the problem though. Is like you you have. All you have to do is do another fucking draft or, or, or a trade and you can reunite Mandy Rose and uh, and Sonya and you can reunite the Iconics and you've got two fucking established tag teams that can actually feud for the belts. Also, the fucking Riot Squad exists. Yeah, the Riot Squad does exist yeah, and they, they are. They exist. They don't get you know, yeah. put in matches on TV. Um, I think it's funny you say all you have to do is do a draft and when they do a draft... And they put Peyton Royce and Billy Kay on the same show, and you still don't see them on TV for six yeah. months. You're gonna It'll be, really be iconic. Yeah. The only the only other thing too is like at this point, if you're not gonna use Bailey in a in a title program, trade her to Raw. Move her over yeah. to Raw, and and Bailey versus Asuka would be much better than than Asuka versus Charlotte. That's fair. Maybe not maybe not match wise, but build wise. Is what I'm saying. Like obviously Charlotte Charlotte's really good in ring, but she is insufferable right now. <laughs> well the whole angle 
because they don't know what to do because Lacey got pregnant. And like you said, they don't treat Oscar any better. They've pretty much um, devalued all of their contenders, including somebody like Shayna Baszler. Like the thing is, like Oscar was the third wheel in the tag feud for like two months. So, yep. like, and then while she wasn't doing that, she was scared of Alexa Bliss, which so, just completely dropped. Yeah. Well. Well, yeah, probably not, but at least it wouldn't be fucking Randy Orton staring at recaps. Yeah. Just the cherry on top of this, though, and when we talk about the women's division, we had to go to a segment at a mall or a store where Nyla purchased. Oh, there's three. (laughs) Nyla purchased suits for Reginald. Why? Because she's just got a good eye for fashion, apparently. I mean, if, he at seems least, to be doing fine on his own. Yeah. At <laughs> least if they had done it on Raw, you could have had the excuse that Raw's three fucking hours. Mm-hmm. True. True. <laughs> uh, the other thing too is is we keep talking about Charlotte winning the championship at WrestleMania, but this new walk and tall thing, like even if she does, it's going to be a short reign, right? Because that's not yeah, something. So, like, yeah. Like, or, in a perfect world, she'll win it at Mania, and then Rhea will fucking wreck her. Yeah. Or, just throwing it out there, does Charlotte return the favor to Asuka, and does Charlotte, Charlotte put Asuka over at Mania? Ha! <laughs> ha! I mean, it, it would be years nice. ago, Asuka did her the favor. Yeah. Right, right, right. It, it would be nice, but I, I doubt it. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, eventually we're going to lose Charlotte for probably a couple months. Because she's going to be filming a movie. And, like, this isn't a case of, like, Sasha doing The Mandalorian where it's, you know, like, she was on screen for 20 minutes in two episodes. Then she was doing, she was, like, finishing Raw and, and driving right over there to fucking film. Like, no, no, this is, like, yeah, she, she's going to be away from, from WWE for a little bit. So they're going to have to yet again write her off. I was going to say, they just got done with that. She just came back from being away. Right, that's what I'm saying. Is she's, she's getting very, like... To the point where she's almost part time at this point, and which I mean, it's cool this time because it's like, well, you're not fixing your titties; you're going out there and and doing a movie, which is good for her, obviously. But yeah, it's like, yeah, she's she's going to be so fucking spotty in terms of when she shows up now. Well, I mean, to be fair, what does she have left to do in wrestling? Not that much. <laughs> she's good at it, but I mean, she's done it all. If she can get into something else and not take bumps, if I'm her, I'm I'm looking into that. Look, I'm I'm just sure that she is a lovely woman, but she looks like a cunt. And to me, like it's it's very difficult for me to make to watch her and see her as a believable like good guy in a movie or TV series. You know, if she's Honestly, in wrestling, yeah, in wrestling either. So if she awful face, yeah. So if she. Like, she's going to be the good guy in Walking Tall with Tits. It's like, I don't know that I would look at her and be like, be like, yeah, you get those guys with your two-by-four. Like, it's just, it's like... <laughs> well, so, I'm not, look, I'm not saying she's going to be good. I'm saying, if I'm her, I'm trying to do get into those... No, uh, and, and that's that's good for her. Like, she, she got to have a small little part on Punky Brewster, and apparently... That it, it either led to this, or she has decided that she's, like, she got the acting bug. And she and then it's like more power to her. Go out and, and get your money. Do do your thing. But 
like I said, in terms of terms of wrestling, like yeah, maybe you can be more than Rick was ever. You know, Rick was always just a wrestler. He never branched out really and did anything other than wrestling. You know, like he right. became a household name because wrestling was big for a while and he you know was a star over that. But he didn't do the Hogan Road or the or the or the, the Rock or anything like that. He just, no, he never did. Yeah. Like even fucking Roddy She's Piper. Already, like been in like Cricket Wireless commercials mm-hmm. and like Yeah. Sports Illustrated and fucking ESPN, yeah. the yeah. magazine, and yeah. the body issue. Yeah. This is this is going to be I mean, I don't I don't know that this is gonna launch a career like like the Scorpion King did for The Rock, but it is going to be something that you know, or maybe maybe she does turn around and be like, you know what, nah, maybe I'm good not wrestling for a while. You know? I'm saying, man. Uh, John, you had a what the fuck? Uh, did I not say it? I'm trying to remember. Oh, uh, it was the. Uh, I agreed with yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we all we all pretty much had the same thing. Gotcha. Okay, I wasn't sure. Um, all right. Anything else to say about SmackDown? I had already mentally moved to Raw. <laughs> all right. Good. Good. Uh, so let's go with the good, and uh, let's start with you, John. What you got for your good from Raw? Um, it was. I had a couple, uh, but I'm gonna go with the uh, Ollie and Riddle match. Save the kind of dumb finish that's just sort of like building to, I guess, their breakup. Uh, retribution. Kind of their dumb very finish. slow breakup. <laughs> Yeah, okay, uh, it was really finish. stupid. It was a dumb finish. The match was okay. The finish was. I like oh, the match, but... oh, the 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 match was so good. It was also my good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Like I always like it when they let Mustafa Ali wrestle, uh, or Mustafa Ali yeah. wrestle. <laughs> I still haven't gotten used to saying that. No, that that fucking neckbreaker off the the apron was just like, oh. I mean, it looked yeah. sick, but it also was like that was just a beauty, and. That's the thing is like Riddle might be kind of a dumbass sometimes, but he can fucking work, and like he he worked it in that. Um, yeah, I'm any anytime Retribution can fucking split up and we can get back to having Dom Dajakovic and shit like that, I'm for it. But yeah, did, at least this... did you know? Did you notice he's not keeping the shaved head clean? Maybe that's a sign. Yeah, maybe. It'd be nice. I don't know if you uh, if you're a follower of Lindsay Dorado on uh, like Instagram or anything like that. He debuted a new mask where he's got more of his head showing, and he's got like a his like he's got an open mouth on it now, and he's got like most of the. It's almost like Rey Mysterio had where he just had like the front of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it looked pretty badass, and the guy is fucking jacked. So, <laughs> like, if if they could just get rid of Grant uh, Metal Dick. Then maybe he could be a single a solo guy. I'm sorry, that's I'm, a, say, I'm that... actually. Go ahead. I'm actually a fan of Dorado. Yeah. Um, I've seen he's his work on two five and stuff. His group. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess Callisto isn't really in the group anymore, but he fucking sucks. He's been talking lately say, too. He wasn't good. Yeah, he's he's been talking lately too that he's trying to make a comeback. So I don't know if he's returning with a different mask too or not, but he would he he made a post where it was like he was showing his old mask and he was talking about it, so it kind of made it seem like maybe he was moving on to something else, but we'll see. I'm sure he botched somewhere during that <laughs> conversation, but... I mean, he wasn't as bad as Sinkara. <laughs> he, 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 
Oh, no, he so, was the U.S. champion, and he said that he was going to take the U.S. champion back. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Promos, yes. Promos, yes. I, yes. When you said botched, I thought, like... Oh, oh no, 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 no. I was talking about promo botching. Yeah. No, no. He, oh, he yeah, botched... He, he can't talk. Yeah. He botched the promos. Uh, uh, Sin Cara botched the moves. Yes. I mean, um, no, nobody will fucking forget good Lucha things. <laughs> no. And, but he, that, but he went backstage a couple weeks ago talking to Sasha. Yeah. My God, that still is probably one of my favorite fucking things ever. It's just the I'm gonna do good lucha things. Lucha things. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> just his reaction after that was great. Dude. That oh, was man. the first time they did the draft, I think, and they put the remaining rounds on yeah. .com mm-hmm. or on the map or whatever. And I I was watching it. And I watched that happen, and I went, "Well, at least nobody else will see this." because <laughs> i didn't think anybody was going to be watching the fucking yeah you know live stream on the app yeah that was also uh when when cesaro did his interview where they had his fucking stats all fucked up it's like somebody else he put up they put up someone else's stats for him in terms of like yeah. title wins it's like it's like this whole thing is cursed what is going on with this he had a weird thing too i think if i remember correct he had a, a weird fucking promo on that too oh, I wouldn't be surprised yeah um okay well uh that just leaves you Sal for your good so my good and it, and it kind of came out of nowhere was AJ Styles and Omas for the tag titles against the New Day huh I couldn't figure out what they were going to do with AJ this year it's for a title that he's never held. It's against the New Day, who are probably one of the best tag team champions of all time. And we get to see Almas' debut. Huh. It's the match I never knew I wanted. So It's the match I don't want. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of like, all right, I don't mind seeing AJ become tag champ. And, the, and I was, like, so confused at why New Day won the belts from um, the Hurt Business. Because I was like, really? They're just going to be 11-time champions? But then when AJ came out, I was like, okay. It's something. Well, it's you're, different. you're also forgetting the fact that this would make AJ a Grand Slam champion. Oh, no. I, absolutely. Yeah. That would be huge. Yeah. So that's why you do it at WrestleMania. But you... Like... For Shelton and Cedric, they're just like, oh, fuck it. Like, they don't, they, <laughs> they, they instantly moved on from them, where it's just like, okay, I guess they're just like, fine, you can take the belts, we don't need them. Like, it just, it, it really hurt them a lot. No, and then that's fair, because with how hard they're pushing Bobby Lashley right now, I didn't think that was necessarily a good thing to take the belts off of Shelton and it's also, it's weird Alexander. How they're pushing Bobby Lashley like separately. Like yeah. they're, right. they're not even out there with him at this point. And like MVP wasn't yeah. out there with them. Like, yeah. Yeah. I noticed that too, but I feel like I, I get why the focus has to be on Lashley, but I'm, I'm willing to like wait a week or so to see if they just keep uh, Benjamin and Alexander away from Lashley until WrestleMania is over, which would be weird. I don't think they'll do that. 
I think and they'll like, like unless he just breaks off or yeah. they break I, off or whatever the fuck. Maybe I don't know. But you know they they never really did that like even when Triple H was going for the 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 you know world title and stuff like that like they, they still had the New Age Outlaws with them all the time and he still came out with them you know so it is kind well, of weird. That was the to, point. You need you need yeah. your voice to back you up. Like, yeah. So it, it, I mean, if they're going to kick those two out of the heart business, that would suck um, because I think that they are really good as a unit. But it's like yeah, like may, like uh, have Lashley fucking throw the guy throw those two guys at people before he takes them on you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that does uh, another great segue to my bad, which is the new day of the tag team champions again. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand it. I understand the the transition. They're, they're transitional champions at this point. But it's like this is this feels so much like when John Cena was winning like his eleventh and twelfth championship. Where you're just like another one, really. This is what we're doing now. It just that's initially what I thought. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I I get the, the where it might end up, and that's fine. I wish there was a better tag team partner for AJ than almost, but it is what it is. And if it, you know, because I just just don't see them like he gets to be if he does win it, he does be a grand champ, grand slam champion. Like that title reign's not going to be long because they're not going to keep the fucking tag belt on almost for a while, you know. So, uh, Probably not, but then that's when you break up AJ and almost. Which yeah. I look, I get it. I I get it. He's seven foot three. I'm not going to judge him yet until I see him work. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different ends of the spectrum. There's always the great Kali possibility, but then there's other guys that could work not bad. You know, and played a big man role well. So we'll see. Well, I think I think he can he can move better than Kali could ever move, but right. It's only because Kali can never fucking move his knees. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying it doesn't have to be you know giant Gonzalez levels of bad. We'll see. I'm willing to to see what what he can do. Apparently, this guy he, I, I was wrong. I thought that he had never been in a match before. Apparently, he has actually been in a match before. In their developmental, or he wasn't. He wasn't on the Indies, uh, right? Yeah, it looks like he was on the Indies. This thing's well. This thing says Diva Insider. I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me uh, check my most trusted source for information here. Uh, cage match. Ah. Uh, almost. And matches. And oh, he has had five. Um. All house shows for NXT Live. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And they were doing it just put him in the ring. He's never had a match. Well, he was in a 15-man battle royal that he won, where he beat Angel Garza, Boa, Brandon Vink, Cal Bloom, Chase Parker, Daniel Vidal, Dan- Denzel Desjarnet, Dexter Loomis, Kona Reeves, Mansoor, Matt Martell, Muhammad Fahim, and Nick Ogarelli and Rick Boogs. Of course, he hasn't had a match in over a year, so there's that. That's a little, <laughs> a little iffy. But hey, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and so, also, yeah. battle royal is not really good in. in yeah, but the, you know, they, you know yeah. it's very basic. It's what they usually start out at. Well, yeah, he he had like a singles match other too, but um, he hasn't. Okay. Wrestled, he had, it's not like he's putting on fucking fifteen minute bangers or anything like that. No. <laughs> um. Okay, 
John. We're doing bats, right? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> with with it with a mini honorable mention to the spear that ended an otherwise good match between uh, Sheamus and Bobby Lashley, because that spear looked like fucking trash. Mm. Um, my actual bad is there was, and this will be no surprise to anyone who follows me uh, and my uh, my my work on this podcast, but there was way too much Miz on this fucking. <laughs> Mm. That, You're not wrong. Oh my god, why did they replay that guitar shot? The first <laughs> the first the first shot of it when you didn't see it, at, like the sound it made when he hit Bad Bunny with it, it actually sound was good, right? It, it sounded good. And then he showed it again and he was like Ugh! And I was like, Oh, why'd you show that again? Like you showed that he pulled back on it and made sure he didn't fucking kill a Grammy winner. It's like, yeah, they shouldn't have showed it. But yeah, I'm with you. Um I saw. He, I will say, Miz definitely has been working out a little bit. He looked a little bit, uh, a little bit better than he normally does, but he still is. It's just like, did you? My feud- problem with the Miz isn't his physique. Yeah, um, it's like no. The problem is he's feuding with a rapper. <laughs> and again, poor Damian Priest. <laughs> that he has to keep getting fucking strung along in this shit. Oh man. I mean, he got to he got to squash Jackson Riker. That's something, right? There you go. That's true. They finally figured out that having weirdly competitive matches with lower card people isn't going to build them, <laughs> right? right. Uh, well, he hit him with the with the my Mia Yim, and that was it. <laughs> uh, that <laughs> still funny. Right. Uh, Sal, did you you did your bad, right? I did not. Um, oh. So my bad kind of goes goes along with John's. Um, the whole first hour with Miz, <laughs> it just really just like made me want to like be like, eh, I couldn't get the feed to work. Sorry, I didn't catch Raw. <laughs> um, it was just so fucking like get him off my TV. <laughs> and specifically, what was my bad was that he fucked up with the Claymore kick at the end of that match. I don't know if you guys caught that, but Miz's timing was off, so Drew completely missed, and the hard cam caught it. And I was like, really, dude? Because that's on Miz. Yeah, That's on Miz. He's made a career out of like taking as few bumps as possible. So mm. like, but, it, oh, man, it, it, it fucking made Drew whiff. And then I thought for a second that Drew knew he whiffed. He was going to set it up and do it again. <laughs> um, but then he just put him in the hurt lock, and I was like, all right, that's fine. Because he well, could not pin him off of that. That was just... Well, yeah, I probably knew they had time. That, that they didn't have time to uh, to redo it, so fuck it. But, but also, because um, I was debating on this one, you have Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre at this Fastlane event coming up. But instead of making that saying that the winner will get the shot against Bobby Lashley, we open the show with apparently Drew's getting the shot against Bobby Lashley <laughs> for reasons. Yep. Huh. You have it right there. It's in front of you. Just make the match against Sheamus the, the number one contenders match. Yep. Unless they're also going to do a triple threat for that. I mean, why not? Just turn it into WrestleMania 2000 yeah. at this point. You get a triple threat. You get a triple threat. 
Remember WrestleMania 2000? There was no singles match in the entire card. Yes, I do. <laughs> Even that poster had like fucking four people on it. It's like yeah, uh, Rock, Big Show, Triple H, and fucking Foley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh, Ugh. I'm McMahon in every corner. Oh god. I love, I love, I, you know there had been a conversation of, alright, which one of us is drawing a short straw and getting fucking Big Show? <laughs> <laughs> Shane's like, shit. Shit. It's gonna be me, isn't it? Like, can I have Triple H? No. <laughs> that would be weird. <clears throat> that almost made, just a side note, um, as the WrestleMania Salvation guy, that almost made my worst WrestleMania ever. Oh. But eleven with LT and Bigelow. Oh, yeah. That's that's the worst one ever for me. Especially because sure. it was in Connecticut. Like it wasn't even like a WrestleMania like destination spot. Yeah. Shame too, because uh, I love Bam Bam. Yeah. All right. Uh, what the fuck from from, from Raw? Uh, Sal. Green slime. Oh like, yeah. You, come on. Okay, so. <laughs> I was all, you know, peek behind the curtain. I was already penciling in uh, Shane McMahon and Braun. Mm. <laughs> and then, because I knew the match wasn't going to be like a match. And it, instead, it turned into a cartoon. But it's not like a good cartoon. Like the ones that are on that, like, like Channel 2, that are like a really bad, like PBS. And you're just like, this cartoon sucks. Uh, <laughs> um, and then... Just beyond all my wildest dreams, he takes out two buckets from underneath the ring and pours them on Braun. And I'm like, really? And why Nickelodeon slime? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, Unless it, they reach a deal with Nickelodeon. Uh, so I'm thinking, I'm like, I was like, you know, Easter's coming up. Why don't you just like pour the stuff that's inside of Cadbury cream eggs on him? Oh, <laughs> right. Because you'd be pouring a bunch of white liquid. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, like... Yeah, this uh, I uh, when when Shane started appearing again, it, it made me a little nervous that we were getting another WrestleMania match with them. And it's like, sure enough, that he is he is Vince's proxy at this point because Vince can't wrestle yep. anymore. He is, he, they're just like, we gotta put a McMahon on there because Triple H ain't doing shit more. You know, this is no, gonna. He's like, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> well, <laughs> that match a... with Batista fucked me up. Is this is is this his second straight mania that he's not going to be on? Or you say that, but there's still five weeks. That's left. true. I that is know. true. <laughs> yeah, but I just remember I just remember last year where it was just like, wow, we're not we're not getting a Triple H H match at Mania. This is so fucking weird. And now we're Which, um, I think it was only because he was hurt, right? Didn't he get hurt um, overseas against? Um... Yeah. He got hurt against Taker and Kane. That's right. He, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that's right. In the middle of that match, which was a shit show, um, Triple H tore his fucking peck. That's right. You are correct. So that's so, the only reason he wasn't performing last year at Mania. Yeah. We're also going to, well, unless something odd happens, we are also going to have another WrestleMania without John Cena. That one probably is more likely. And that's... Which isn't a guarantee at this point. I think he's in China right now. Not not yeah. the not the wrestler. That would be necrophilia. But no, like I think he. <laughs> I think he's. 
Yeah, I think I think he's filming a movie overseas, and that's he's already said like I'm not gonna be in the states. Don't don't, don't expect me to be there, dude. What if Finn Balor's like, I beat everybody. There's no challenges left for me, and all of a sudden Triple H shows up from behind the curtain, and he's like, I made this place. I'll be like, No, God, no. <laughs> that would be funny. Also, it's going to be kind of weird because as of right now, it sounds like there's no plans for a Bra- for a Brock Lesnar match either. Well, no, that's true. That no, yeah. he's at home. He's not coming out till this fucking shit normalizes in the world. Yeah. It's also weird that like one of the last people to have a singles victory over Finn Balor is Cameron Grimes, but <laughs> uh, why would you bring that up? I actually like Cameron. <laughs> it's just Yeah, but not know. to beat Finn fucking Balor. <laughs> Yeah, you got to use it to your advantage sometimes. You got to get those fluky wins because so, that it's perfect for that dude's character. Anyway, so we don't need to, we don't need to go on another tangent. Right, right. No. Um, no. Yeah, sorry. John, what's your what the fuck? Uh, this is going to sound familiar, but uh, stop letting Nia Jax talk. Yes. <laughs> Ugh. Like she said something when she was on commentary, and it just irked me to like no end. I think Tom Phillips asked her, like, what was going on between her and Reggie. And, oh, she gave this horrible fucking response. Like, trying to be, like, too cool. And I was just like, just shut up. Fucking stop talking. Nice. (sighs) I know. Fucking commentary. Because that's. What What does Shayna do, by the way, now? What does she do? I mean, look disinterested. Yeah. She definitely does look tough. <laughs> there I was... mean, to be fair, if I were Shayna, I would also probably look disinterested. But Well, looking disinterested and being disinterested are two different things. Uh, she know. is disinterested. I mean, <laughs> like, I... But often they go hand in hand. True. True. But she's not. I'm saying she's not playing a character. She's like, I'm so fucking done. Wouldn't she be though? Like this yeah. is this is what they have her doing. Like she was she was huge in last year. year at this time. Yeah, yeah. And she's 39 years old. When it was like it was just presumed that she was gonna take that belt off Becky, and then yeah. for some reason that didn't happen, and like because she was a big deal in NXT. Yeah. And and yeah, like you said, if I was facing Becky Lynch last year and this year I'm doing nothing except for being a stooge mm-hmm. I'd be pretty pissed yeah well, well I get it um is Randy Orton gonna have to smack a bitch uh, who <laughs> fucking knows I, I mean, mean I, I, I think it kind of <laughs> makes sense no, it doesn't. That's where we're going for this this pay per view. I mean, based on my pick, he won't have to smack a bitch because uh, <laughs> I, I I feel like what whatever happens next in in that feud, he's 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 done getting wins in that feud. I I I mean, we'll we'll talk about it in a minute here with our predictions, but I assume that this is when Bray comes back. Yes. And this is, and it's going to be a no contest. It's not really even going to be a match. It's going to be a bunch of fucking magic tricks with her appearing at different turnbuckles. Lights will go on and off. You know, maybe at one point he thinks he has her and he RKO's like nothing because it turns out to be like thin air. 
And then Bray will show up. And hopefully he'll look even better. Or he, so, he, he RKO's the puppet that he let on fire. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or mannequin, uh, I should say. This is not going to be like a fucking match between Alexa and... You don't think, she's, this is gonna be, you don't think she's taking a spine buster from him? <laughs> no. Maybe she takes an RKO, but I doubt it. I mean, she already took one, so it's not even that Maybe big of a deal. Maybe she takes that suplex onto the table that he loves doing. Yeah, there you go. To people her size. He's just draping DDTs it. <laughs> and here okay. I'm referring to the Singh brothers, by the way. Mm. Just punts her. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I remember when he was just, when he was fighting with Kali. Yeah. He was just taking the Singh brothers and then just like tossing <sighs> them. Also, one of the best breaking character moments. His fucking face when he put that Singh brother through the table and he's just like, oops. <laughs> yeah, he was he was uh, stiff with them. Mm, a little bit, a little bit. Well, you know, fighting against Alexa, he'll be even more stiff. So. Sure, sure. Oh, oh, my bad. We were talking about Kelly earlier. Racist. <laughs> All right, so I think that just about does it for uh, our good to bad what the fuck this week. So everybody can go to rundownwrestling.com, and you will find a predictions poll on there. So head on over there. Put in your predictions. Uh, starting with your name. And then we are going to go through it right now. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. All right. We have the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship on the line as Jack and Spades takes on Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Sal, who you got? Uh, Jackson Spades. Uh, John? Uh, same, because they'll lose it at like some four-way fuckery in, at Mania, probably, but not here. Probably, uh, I'm also going with Jack and Spades. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship, uh, the New Day, take on AJ Styles and his slave. Uh, uh, I no, that's that's <laughs> not on that's not on this show. It's not. Yes, it is. No, dude, that's a rest that on Raw they said this match has been signed for WrestleMania. Oh well, it's on the predictions poll because I thought that it was signed for Fastlane, so <laughs> they made right, a well, Mania my, match. <laughs> my, my pick won't won't change when it shows up again on uh, on Mania. Then yeah, I mean I'm going with AJ Styles if they do this at Fastlane. Sure, I'll I'll pick it too if right. they do it at Fastlane. Right. Which you never know; they could change their mind. Fuck, but. <laughs> Uh, WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. John. Uh, Roman Reigns, because Edge fucks Daniel Bryan over, they're in setting up the triple threat at Mania. All right. Sal? Yeah, same reason as Sean. All right. Uh, just to be different, I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. Okay. Uh, Intercontinental Championship, Big E takes on Apollo Crews. I'm thinking Apollo wins the IC belt here. Sal, what do you got? I mean, I hate to sound like a broken record, but yeah, same thing. <laughs> John? Uh, also same. Uh, I, uh, I don't feel like he put as much of an emphasis on this character shift if he's going to immediately lose his first big match. There you go. Uh, singles match for no fucking reason. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Sal, who you got? Uh, Drew. Is there any stipulation to this match? No, that's why there's no. That's why there's no reason for it. 
Uh, John. Uh, I'm picking Drew, but there's a part of me that thinks that they might like have Sheamus pick up a win to fuck around and get a triple threat in that one as well. It's possible. Uh, I'm going with Drew as well. Uh, our piss break match, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. John? Oh, also, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> that one that one definitely is. That one, that one is, is booked. Fastlane? Yes, that one is booked for oh, Fastlane. Okay, okay. Uh, I must have missed that after I all the green slime. I want this feud to be over after flat pass lane, but I think Shane's going to win here and Braun's going to win at Mania, unfortunately. Yeah. Sal? Yeah. It sucks. Um, no, when I'm, by the way, when I was talking about stipulation, I, I didn't mean like anything on the line. I meant, is it a no DQ match? Is no, there's, there's no stipulation whatsoever on this match. Ugh. Yeah. Which makes sense, because, you know, they've been escalating to standard singles match. Yeah, of course. Uh, and then our final match, Smackahoe death match between Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss. Uh, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss if they have a winner for this match. Uh, I think no contest should have been an option. Sal? Yeah, Alexa. John? Uh, Alexa, and I will claim victory if, uh, if she stands tall somehow. There you go. Nice. All right, so you can do that, uh, do the predictions yourself, and that uh, will just about do it for us. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Uh, Sal? Yeah, thanks for having me. And everybody go to rundownwrestling.com, fill out the predictions poll, see if we can get a bunch of people doing it tonight, this uh, pay-per-view. Nice. John? We'll see if I can get more than two right. <laughs> nice. I have uh. a very bad one uh, at the Rumble. <laughs> That's all right. All right, well, we will smack your ass next time. Raw next time. Bye-bye. See what harm you can do. Hey, yo. No, no. Take what's mine, they're just too frail. You can't beat me. You ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me. You ain't got no chance in hell. listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv 
slash the Salzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.